Hello. Welcome to another episode of Bouch of Bommentary. We're on episode five. five. Lord, the, the season's almost over. Yeah, for real, for real. But, um, yeah, episode five. It was a doozy. It was a doozy. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a struggle watch this this week. I had to watch an iPad, but I watched it. I was right on time to still watch it with my timeline. So that's the biggest struggle of like having to watch like with the app. HBO Go. Yeah. Because it's like, start now. Dang, like my timeline's ahead of me. So I was a little behind. I was like, damn. You just never know when to click play. So And then it started late, so you didn't know when it started on yeah. HBO time. It was stressful. <laughs> had a good tweet week. Um, two of the cast members tweeted me back this week. Yeah. Uh, we'll Introduce yourself it. first. Oh, yeah. Duh. Hey, guys. Hey, Issa. Um, I'm Melanie. <laughs> What's going on, Jay Ellis? That's your boy, Rodney. It's not cool when you do it. Well, you, because you're like, hey, it's Issa. But, like, Jay, Jay and I are cool. Like, no one's high until we die, you know? Oh, I yeah, guess. It's still a thing. So, let's just hop in. You want to just. The proud. <laughs> the brave, right. Watch, at the end of the season, we're going to come up victorious. I think we're both going to lose. <laughs> team, well, I'm not really Team Issa so much. Because she doesn't deserve nice things. She doesn't. She's just her own worst enemy. I don't. Let, well, let's hop into it. I don't know whose team I'm on. Other than Tasha. So, so, this episode opens with uh, Issa in traffic on her way to somewhere, you know, unknown. Um, she's a broke girl, so she, uh, when she needs gas, she can only put $10 in her tank. Uh, she arrives at the door. She's oh, being... but her car is a, it's like an American, isn't it? It's a Chevy or Ford. One of them. It's probably one of the fuel efficient ones. So it may have only took $10. No, no, no. That was like less than two <laughs> gallons. <laughs> she's a broke girl. <laughs> I'm trying to help. But, okay. And then she pulls up to her destination, knock on the door, and she's trying to be all cute. Like, oh, delivery yeah. for your package, whatever the hell she said. Handle so, with care or not. <laughs> and then we found out it's Daniel's house. And when it opened, I was like, I was expecting her to be in Daniel's bed because I knew it was going to open with her and Daniel. I knew it. Okay, I, yeah, I know yeah. these things. But when I, and it wasn't like directly. I was like, dang. It must have been a Saturday because did she go there before work or something? Like, I don't understand why she went there in the morning. I thought she, yeah, I thought it was Saturday. Yeah, okay. I thought it was the weekend. So, yeah, and then she goes to Daniel's house and then they like, don't it, don't it cut to like post-coital? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, after we see them, like their romantic embrace and this kiss of clearly, like, yeah, we messed around or like we're good. It, it brought me joy. <laughs> um, we see now. Molly in Chicago uh, yeah, okay. office with Lil Rel, mm-hmm. and um, we find out that they have a lot more black lawyers at the Chicago office. Um, Lil Rel asks if Molly has one told them that she knows she's making less. She says no, she can't say anything. Which I, I mean. I'm sure you probably can't, but at the same time, I feel like. How would you approach that, though? I I, I don't even know. Like, no because reason. the thing is, like, someone like like um, the mail carrier accidentally delivered me his check. But then it'll be like, okay, you saw his name on it. You saw. No, I was in the middle of a call. I opened it. You know. I don't know how you would approach that conversation. I don't. I don't know the right way. If there is the right way to. Hey, I mean, because you open someone else's mail, accident or not, you know. But at the end of the day, like, what can the company say? Like, cause you mugs know, like, y'all paying me less than him. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know how she would address that. Right. But yeah, um, it's, I just think it's funny, Lil Real being a lawyer. Can you imagine him being a lawyer? Y'all know. All right, so my client didn't do it. But the <laughs> thing is, they're not criminal. They're, they're not. not. They're, they're like business lawyers, so they may still. never see a, a courtroom. Maybe they just write up contracts or I still oversee. Laugh. 
Like, um, I was laughing with him in the suit. He looked like a pastor. He said he had a pastor yeah, body, he which said I thought he had was a pastor body. And he looked like, and God. Yeah, like he would, and he always wearing those bow ties. Like, come on, dog. Like, just wear a regular tie. <laughs> so um, but he asked if she considered leaving all, uh, that firm and say, like, she has a lot to offer and, like, any other firm would do her right. Um, and then they, they kind of wrapped that scene up, and that's all. And, like, next thing we know, um, back in L.A., uh, it's the evening, and Issa's getting dressed. So maybe it was a Sunday? Maybe it was a Sunday. Yeah, Issa's getting dressed and preparing to leave Daniel's spot. Um, and Daniel asks if she got plans tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And she's like, maybe? Or no, she asked him, does he have plans? And he was like, you know, maybe. She's like, okay, no, you don't. And they flirted and whatever. She just so, it just, I cringe. I feel like I'm watching like an eighth grader <laughs> with braces, like on TV. <laughs> Oh, Issa. Just, she just stresses me out. But yeah, they, you know, flirty. I like the banter. I'm, I'm glad we get it like a, he has a nice place. He has a front door. He's not like an apartment apartment. Like a Baldwin okay, yeah. Hills area. So I don't know if it's his people house. Because I don't know how much, how much is SoundCloud bringing in these days. I, I, what does Ty Dolla Sign pay <laughs> an unknown producer for one beat? Right. So I don't know if he does, if it was like one of them. Uh, what's the song? And, Two members in the club. Oh, no, uh, it was a hit. Yeah, maybe it was that song. But um, yeah, had a nice little place. So, you know, Team Daniel. And then next, uh, um, Lawrence is running with his coworkers. He's been hanging with his coworkers hard. He gonna hunch that girl. But you know what's what I thought? Like subtly, they're saying about Lawrence without saying it is like when you break up, like you lose friends. So he has to <laughs> hang out with his he has Caucasian to, coworkers. Yeah, like. Like, he, you know, I we later see him get up with Derek, but, like, his main friend is Chad, but, like, he used who's to trash. go. <laughs> uh, Chad. No, I said who's trash. Oh. Uh, but now he's. What to everybody else who's at the strip club that night? We ain't seen them. <laughs> yeah. Or were those Chad's friends? I don't know. I don't know. They seem more Chad's friends. Yeah, because fuck Lawrence. What? No. Never that. All right, so. What? I'm never going to not slander Lawrence. So, so Lawrence finds out that he has jury duty the next day. And, um, I don't know, well, let's just get there, because I'll say my comments there. Uh, Issa and Molly are working on the flowers for Molly's parents' vow renewal ceremony. What was weird to me, I don't know if it was her lunch break or what, but, like, she went to work after that, so I'm like, you went in the morning, but, like, how early was it, if y'all, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She went to work after, and then she was telling her about, um... The retreat. Oh, no, no, no. Her rotation. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see the bullet ordering. But, yeah, she talked about her rotation, some Spanish man. And then she's like, ah! <laughs> she's like, wow, that was really racist. Yeah, like. Which is she, really funny. She's up there with Mr. Gaines. <laughs> with Vice Principal Gaines after that one. Yeah. Uh, and then she said she couldn't go because of a work retreat that Saturday. So that's why she couldn't um, partake in the wedding. In the, yeah, in the ceremony. Which I think she could have made it. But, you know, hey. Uh, nah, it was like, because it was, she could have came to, like, the reception afterwards. But at Put that point. <laughs> You're right. She could have came to the let out. Um, oh, Daniel texts Issa while she's there, and he was asking if they could get up later. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Molly's like, oh, y'all cool now. You know, can y'all connect without catching feelings? Issa's like, Daniel knows what it is. Be like, well. we just friends that fuck. And, you know, <laughs> Issa proclaims that she's all about her rotation. She's about to add another guy. Issa, I just, she exhausts me. But y'all be, but y'all girls be like, like, Y'all will genuinely have a friend that's doing what Issa's doing, who's, like, just effing their life up. And you're like, well, girl, go ahead, do you. Be hoish. But the thing is, you can't tell them nothing. Like, even if Molly was like, Issa, slow down. Do what you want to do. Like, don't do that. I'm going to be my rotation. So it's like, it's, don't, why waste your breath? 
when we have friends that do stuff and that like oh why you don't tell like literally it's not that we've never thought about telling our friends about themselves but we know our friends better than y'all do mm-hmm. one of them situations like if molly said Issa stop hoeing she's not gonna stop hoeing uh, i think because she's already been like Issa, you sure you want to do this like before so mm-hmm. she ain't gonna listen to her um so then we see lawrence at uh at jury duty sitting in the waiting room he gets a text from Derek asking if he's free uh, for a birthday gathering on the 15th, I guess. Mm-hmm. He was saying that uh, Tiffany's pressure him to do something, so yeah. I'm pretty sure that he's going to be there. Okay, I was going to ask, like, yeah. do we feel like this is going to be a time when they run into each other? Is she going to bring a date? Is it going to be Daniel? <sighs> That's going to be mess. Can't wait. Okay, so as a friend, as if Derek's my friend and Issa's bringing Daniel, I need him to tell me. But that's the thing, though, and that's and again, Issa's not Derek's friend. She's so, Tiffany's friend, but Tiffany and Derek are married. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like it would be more of a Tiffany invite, so it wouldn't be like Derek's in is in communication with Issa directly to know whether or not she's bringing Daniel. And I, no, but at Issa, this, she might bring Daniel just to shake the table. I don't feel like she has the balls. She I feel, I feel, I feel like literally, I feel like. Um, I feel like, uh, damn, what was I about to say? Actually, I feel like she's not going to bring Daniel because it's not, it's not Tiffany's party. It's Derek's. Right. And so, like, that's just your friend's husband. So, like, you got to, you got to play it cool. You can't be doing all that. But then again, this is. This Issa. is insecure. This is, one, this is insecure. And two, this is easy we're talking about. So, who knows if she goes, she might bring the white man. Who knows? Mm. Um, Latino. So yeah, Lawrence is texting while he's at jury duty, and then he gets on Facebook, and then and it's so funny. Kelly eating those goddamn peppers. <laughs> when I think, which is also a, a spoof because I remember watching it. No, it, is, it was a lady on Facebook eating the wings from Buffalo Wild Wings, okay. trying to drink the milk. So I think it was a spoof off of that, which is even funnier. And then he goes on Kelly's page and sees her selfie from the night. You know that was post fingering. But anyway, <laughs> the phone stay. Yeah, well, like, she didn't get her finger. Yeah, like it was just like, oh lord, sorry. She didn't hit my. <laughs> nah. um, anyway, after she got finger, I guess she took a selfie. But it was just such a careless selfie angle. She really took it like an auntie. And these people are only like twenty nine, so yeah. they know how to take selfies, right? That was a very auntie selfie. And, and you know and what? Had Issa and Daniel in the back talking. And I'm gonna be honest. To me, Kelly as a good friend just should have cropped it. It's like, oh snap, Daniel in that. Right, because like. You know, one, them talking, like, you know, clearly that's significant given everything she's gone through. But then, two, it just, like, they not in the picture. They, it's bad. It was, very, it was very auntie. Like, that's some, a, a selfie that my auntie would take. Right. Literally, like, just her forehead and eyes and picture. <laughs> all kinds of background noise. Like, that was very, it just wasn't a good selfie. Yeah. And maybe it, because it, a lot of stuff was on Kelly's page. So maybe she's one of them chronic Facebookers. She def, I mean, she's eating peppers on Facebook. So right. Like, so clicks and posts and don't even look or edit or, yeah. you know, filter nothing. So maybe that's what the case was. But it was just a lot. So he sees. He is shook. Let's just talk yeah, about that. He says Issa and Daniel. And he's like. That's the dude she was. Mind you, it's been months. But he's still like. Of course, months. he don't know. So he's thinking, okay, have they been. Have they been something the whole time? This entire time. So now he's like, what the F? And then, um, so is this? Oh, no, no. He hasn't done his page yet. So we, okay. he's still progressing. Go ahead. All right. Well, yeah. All right. So I guess we'll, we'll move. Uh, so now we see Issa at work. 
she tries to share a joke with Frida. Frida gives her the cold shoulder. Um, Issa asks Frida if we can, if they can talk. Frida basically expresses that she's still upset about the whole, v, you know, vice principal gangs thing, and she feels like Issa is not, is she's not doing anything because it benefits her that they look successful now, mm-hmm. when they know a population of students are being left out, and Issa, and then like Issa's kind of like, well, like that's really like not your place to make that call. You're white. Mm-hmm. And Frida's like, well, no, this is what racism is, and hits her with straight facts and definitions. <laughs> and Issa's like, oh, so you just gonna be literal? Like, <laughs> you just, you really just gonna, you know, you just really not gonna let me run with the I'm black and I say so thing. Um, Issa basically at the, wraps it up by telling Frida, like, you can't call a person of color out on racism, like, because you're white. And Frida's like, that's not fair, and the conversation ends awkwardly. Yeah, well, everything's awkward, but she yeah. said she's like, I literally just put the water in there. Yeah, <laughs> she finished her coffee. Um, so then we flash to Molly's outside her parents' house with her trunk open, uh, with all the flowers. Dro comes running out from across the street. D- he almost beat Usain Bolt. He came out so fast. <laughs> I was so sure. Um, out of his out of his parents' house to assist Molly. And Molly's like, "What you doing here so early?" He's like, "You know, I spent the night at my parents' house. You know, uh, you know, spent some time with them or whatever." To get closer to your ass. Um, and, you know, he said he wanted to catch her before the ceremony tomorrow. Now, initially when I saw that, I was like, oh, he trying to catch her. So she run into Candace. Like, they, she just won't say anything. And they, he could keep with his, you know, we in the open marriage thing. Mm-hmm. But we later find out Candace not even in town. Conveniently. He got Candace locked up in the dungeon somewhere. Because we ain't seen her since the ice cream shop, a cupcake shop, whatever. Maybe she getting her back, blo- her he- back blown out in her open marriage. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's trying to meet his quota. You're right. And yeah, Candace's Can- Can- body count is crazy, and so the only way he can really Man, catch your up wife to- ain't never home. <laughs> Where's Candace? I need to see her. I need a text or a tweet or something. Candace, the only way he can he can't catch up body count wise, so he gonna hit her with the emotional points. This is somebody I grew up with. This is somebody I could have had a relationship with, and she an AKA and you adults. I don't see the problem. <laughs> Drove out here going for for the for for the kids. The historical hurt. Um. So Molly tries to joke and move past kiss and grind and saying like they were both pretty drunk. Drove like I want that drunk. Yeah. I said, Ooh. I was okay. in my right mind. <laughs> All right. Letting her know like Drew. like hey, we I'm still about it. Like sober. I'm and I was still in my entire it. right mind, and I I do you right here in this trunk. Oh, okay. Now in front of your daddy house. <laughs> and Drove asked if she thought about him and, and them and she tells him like you yes ever you know thought of them romantically since they've known each other which yeah and um she tries to play it off which you know he's being really serious and really vulnerable as a man so like that was like unfair of her to try but he he made a shape up he's like nah for real like be serious and she's like yeah but you're married and like open or not like you- but he used to wear colored contacts now i struggle with that <laughs> because color contacts bro as it was a, a man, different time Nah, bro. Like even in the in, even in O three, if you had color contacts, it was a little, you know. Yeah. I don't. Eh. You had color contacts. No, no, no. I don't need contacts. I don't. You don't have to wear contacts to wear. Color well, contacts. I never wore color contacts because for me to wear color contacts, then that's like strictly pr- uh, prosthetic. Like, yeah, I know. I don't even need them to see. And I wasn't even going to, like, try to learn how to put contacts in. Just so you got hazelized. Right. Like, what people know my eyes are, like. Okay. You just, hey, you got to ask these days. It's 2017. Okay. <laughs> you cis-eyed. I'm just making sure. All right. Um, 
So yeah, so now we're back to Lawrence, and he's at, he's at jury duty, and he's snooping through Daniel's Facebook page. Uh, once again, still not as bad as Issa launching all social platforms that Tasha was on. But that's just a, a, a mirror image. First, that the roles have reversed now. Okay, yeah. So, but second, it just shows how men are. Men are lazy. Like he didn't leave Facebook. No, no, no. He yeah. He just stayed on Facebook. Women, we'll make sure we do. We'll do a full like top to bottom. Yeah, okay, I don't. Yeah, Facebook is not Facebook, even Twitter. Facebook is good because it's archived, so you can go back to oh nine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can see, go look as far as you want to look. <laughs> see the glow up. See the process. Okay, this is all oh, this is when they knew each other freshman year. Oh, okay, oh, so this is boom, boom, you, boom. At one point, you could click on like two people. You could click on two people and show, they show oh, their whole friendship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like wild posts. Happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, think about and you. And it was like, oh, perfect. I I was about to go through all these yeah. years, but here they are. But yeah, woman, we are going to be thorough with it. We're going to check that whole LinkedIn. We're going to check that whole Twitter. We're going to search keywords because let's be honest. his at name and, and her at name together to see if they've been conversing we're gonna go on um we're gonna find a black planet we're gonna find a tag they uh bebo we're gonna find everything because let's be honest like kelly may post on facebook a lot but no one else like our age demographic is unless they have like milestones like engagement you know wedding mm-hmm. Marriage, uh, kids. Facebook is really for your mom's friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's for. I, I started using Facebook recently because I didn't realize it was fun. They have really fun videos, good hood fights. They have like... <laughs> well, we talked about hood Facebook before. We did. Quality, like, hood updates. Like, I keep a couple hood people just to keep me humble. Oh, yeah. Just like, <laughs> woo, all right. I ain't doing too bad. There should be some hood stuff going on. But he's so focused on his... Um... Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Let's get. There's one point in the jury in the jury selection scene, like they're questioning a black woman juror, and they ask her, "Does she have any bias against the LAPD?" She says, "Actually," and stands up and like proudly shows her Black Lives Matter shirt. You know, thinking like, I "Gotta be out now because yeah, I'm biased." Clearly, like I have a bias, and I'm against police brutality, and like I'm against the police. And the black judge goes, "I'm not buying it. Sit down." <laughs> like, and they and they keep her, and she's like, and she literally looks down like. Dang, like Try, that. I spent twenty dollars on this shirt. Right. I don't even like black lives that much. <laughs> so yeah, and then Lawrence ends up being the one getting dismissed, but he's so deep in Lurkville that he doesn't even realize it. Yeah. Now, I don't know, like the whole jury duty thing, I get that it was introduced at the beginning as like that was the reason him and Issa had to interact. I didn't feel like oh, him I didn't even put it together. I didn't feel like him actually going to jury duty and that's where he discovered you know, Daniel and all that. I didn't, I, to me, it wasn't that impactful. It wasn't, but then it, again, it, I guess to Tato's ends, because had he not gone to jury duty this season, it would have been like, um, he had jury duty, he didn't even go. Yeah, I guess because we asked about Connor. It was like, look, he didn't perform his civic duty. Right. You know, what's up with that? Y'all can't be showing black people out here Did not he going. to the vote? Yeah. Yeah, so I think it was necessary to do, because niggas would have been like, Mm-mm. Well, I think they could have said he went to jury duty, like, oh, yeah, I went to jury duty but yesterday. I think it was funny, because um, Prentice had tweeted that that actually happened with the Black Lives Matter shirt. Someone actually oh. did that in court. So that was funny. Okay. Um, then just to show how distracted he was and how deep he was into Lawrence, uh, not Lawrence's, to Daniel's page. He couldn't even focus on being in jury duty like he's yeah. supposed to, which is by law. Which I'm surprised he didn't get in trouble for. For having his phone out. The entire time. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I think that was why it was important. Because yeah. you, you know, perform your civic duty. Yeah. And you so caught up on this nigga page. I don't know. I just felt like it, it didn't take away from the show, but it didn't add anything for me. So, I just wanted to bring that up. Um, 
Okay, so now we're back. Uh, we're back at Molly's uh, parents' place, and they're still pre- uh, preparing for the ceremony. Molly says they're going all out for the ceremony, and her mom's like, "Oh, you know, this is all from this discount Mexican store up the street uh, because you know I'm saving up for your wedding." And her dad's like, "You know, Molly is too special to marry the first ashy boy who asked for her hand." Her parents get flirty in the kitchen. And then um, Molly's brothers come in. Which is very exciting to me because I'm like familiar faces. First, we have Richie Loco from Twitter. Yep. Who does like the Tupac skits. He does other skits. Very funny. Um, and then High C, the Crip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Crip. And then we have a little Saint. From um, Malcolm, what's his face? I know his real name. I know it. But it, I forgot his last name. But little Saint Antoine Fisher. He was resurrected as Molly's brother, which is great. They weren't African, which kind of, you know, I was like, eh, I wanted them to be African. But yeah. cool. They were black. But it was a nice selection of brothers. They all look like Ken. Uh, so it was a great casting selection. Yeah. I wish they would have done more with Malcolm, though, as her brother. Like, he didn't have a lot of lines. Yeah. He yeah, he like just had, like, there. two or three. Like, if you're going to have somebody like Lil Saint, a cultural icon, <laughs> give, him, give him a couple paragraphs. For, he should have had a You Got Sir shirt on. Mm. <laughs> that would have been funny. Like, or it could be raining. Like, oh, yeah, go out there and do it for Lil Saint. Maybe hopefully we see him again. Yeah. I met. we got to see Molly's family before we saw Issa's whole family. True. And nobody has sisters. No. So, okay. Um, um, yeah. They just have some playful banter and um, joke around, and then we see Issa's on her Tinder date um, with her her Latin man. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, Issa has a, a, has a I guess, a cutaway, and she's like, you know, or a horchetta, uh, horchetta and hodachetta, heavy on the whore. And from that and another one fantasy scene where she, like, rips his shirt open and kisses him. We see Issa, at least with this day, she's really like, I'm just trying, I'm just DTF. Sex. Yeah, I'm just DTF. Penetration. I'm, I'm trying to get hit, I'm trying to add a body to the body count tonight. And um, they have some corny conversation about DC versus Marvel. And uh, I, I say corny not because like I don't like the comic book movies or comics or anything. But because Issa was talking and anytime she's talking, it's just like. It, well, just on the first day, it's like. She was like, I caught that Spider-Man reference. Like, we don't see Issa as a huge Marvel fan or, like, a huge Spider-Man fan. Like, mm-hmm. she may have liked the movie, but it was just, like... It was random, I guess. I mean, I feel ex- like everybody's a general... What was the reference again? He just... He didn't say it. He just said, I caught that Spider-Man reference, and I'm a I'm a DC guy. Oh, okay, okay. So and I was like, y'all tender. both lame. I'm oh. tired of this date already. If I was, Where's Tasha? If I was dating, I would probably make a Marvel joke, but that's something that would be on my profile. Yeah. I'm a Marvel girl. So. Uh, but Daniel texts Issa. She's coming through. She said, no, something came up. Um, then we cut to the end of the date. It seemingly went well. Um, the guy pays for the check and said, let's do, let's do this again. What was funny is Issa, like, fake reach for it. Do it all the time. Oh, the chicken in the book. And oh. he was like, you know, if you're going to do it, at least commit. You know, <laughs> don't do it. Don't pull away until I say I got it. And she's like, oh, okay. But, you know, it's just it, it just got me thinking. Like, Issa's clearly broke. Like, she had oh, she can only put $10 in her gas tank. But she's just out here flourishing in her little dating life. Which, Does that mean she's broke or was she rushing to that D appointment? I feel like it meant she was broke. <laughs> because, like, rushing to the D appointment would have oh, been. she's not splitting bills with Lawrence anymore. Yeah. Rushing mm-hmm. to the D appointment would have been, like. You let you don't like you let some gas get in there, but like you cut it off at a random number. She was intensely watching it, like, <laughs> "Ooh, I, I can't go over ten dollars, or my account gonna be overdrawn." I don't think she that broke, but go ahead. And so, uh, you know, so yeah, I just like point out like she's a broke girl, like who's still enjoying the dating life. Um, 
Issa was like, you know, ooh, it's late, but like, I'm still up to hang if you want to hang. And he was like, nah, I got a flight. And I'm sure we're going to see more of that. We're going to see some more like kind of reason for that later on. I was, you know, just kind of given the reputation of Tinder. I was a little surprised that he turned down the the advances for um, the physical relations. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think anything of it? Um, We're going to see him again because I feel like he was in the, in the preview. So yeah. I'm not too they're gonna hunt eventually I guess. yeah but um so yeah that was my thing and i'm actually very shocked that it went well given how awkward Issa has been throughout her entire life i mean he white so so oh okay okay well, not white but he, he i mean he may be latin but in in the world <laughs> he he passes for white right so he he's, he's gets, definitely white passing he gets white privilege so anyway we flash from there we go to Issa's work retreat she's texting daniel saying sorry she missed him uh, you know, can she make it up tonight? They, uh, during the retreat, they run through this hypothetical situation about like a student that was engaged now is like talking back and missing assignments. You know, what, what could be some possible causes for this? And of course, Issa and Frida are the only ones who give any answer that shows compassion and like why her coworkers work there. And why does this white woman let them work there? Cause clearly they Nobody don't care. They don't care. They don't think how, anything of these students. Are they, like, the only ones who applied? I don't know. Well, they're also more enthusiastic about working in white schools, too. Yeah, or just even with easier kids, younger kids. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, like, there's that. Um, Frida's still giving her the cold shoulder during this they whole broke up. Is this when they broke up in the group? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she ended up with her best friend from Aqua Black Girl. Okay. If you watch, you would know the reference. I was like, oh, but, like, they're not friends on here, so I was sad. And she replied to my tweet. She actually retweeted my tweet. I didn't say her name or nothing. I was like, oh, she's with her awkward black girl bestie. And she, like, retweeted it and liked it today. Her name is Sujata Day. Okay. But, um, that was fine. Okay. So we go back to Molly's parents' house. Um, she brings Lionel Lionel to the date. She brings her to the date. And I think that came from her conversation with her parents. And Molly wanted to have this picture perfect life and all that BS. But. So she brings him, and he's, you know, doing all the right things to do. And he, you know, hey, I brought the champagne out the fridge. You know, see something, do something, right? Like, bro, if you don't come. Like, it's fine. We're in the backyard. He's clearly being a uh, pick-me as yeah. uh, feminist Twitter or just angry, bitter Twitter would say. Or just regular Twitter. Um, you know, and then Joe walks up. Uh, Joe and his parents walk up to Molly's house. Joe's parents are speaking in Spanish. His dad more so fluent, so yeah. we find out he's mixed. Which, yeah, I never... Hair on fleek. You know, I never uh, knew... Dro is short for Alejandro. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. Yeah. Um, which my, is so black and ghetto, which I love. Because, like, when a nigga, a black dude, his first name is, like, a Spanish last name, you know he's going to be ghetto. Like, Rodriguez, Dreek, <laughs> uh, Cortez, Tez, True. Martez, Tez. Yep. Marquez, Quez. <laughs> like, yep. All these Spanish last names, and Alejandro is the first name, but still, like, yeah. it's just black. And uh, But what I thought was dope was, like, Molly knew Spanish, and she could respond to him. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, I, I guess that just showed some more of, like, how close these two families were. Right, and then that um, scholar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Lionel awkwardly says, see, sí, see, sí, hola, hola. Like, bro, you also heard them speaking English. Like, you're just... You're just doing a lot. Trying to fit in. And seeming so corny to me. But he's just as pressed as Molly, honestly, because she probably would have pulled the same thing. Like, konnichiwa, if he had some Japanese. Right. <laughs> so. 
um, <clears throat> Lionel puts his arm around Molly, like, in this weird, firm manner as to, like... Diss me. You know, like, hey, who, who buddy, like, introduce us. Let him know I'm, you minds. And um, Molly finally introduces the two. Molly tells Joe Lionel is a mor- uh, mortgage broker when, in reality, he's a marketing consultant. Same thing. <clears throat> and... Um, he laughs it off, but Drew clearly is like, "Oh, she's like not into They're this not really Yeah, he, this is for me. This You're is right. for show. That my, that my, that my. And um, Molly's younger brother sees Drew, and he's like, "Yo, what's up?" And they they link up and embrace. Everyone's so close. Um, and Lionel makes a statement. Wow, that guy's tall. And Molly's like, "Oh, I didn't even notice." And I was just like, "What? You're like, bro, like you've known him your whole life." I guess. I mean, no, I'm more upset. Lionel even making that statement. I would never make random statements like. Dang, that nigga got a nice chest. Yeah, like, bro, <laughs> like, why are you putting yourself down in front of your woman? Oh, I hate that. Like, well, maybe he's not short though. Like, if he was like five six, like, damn, buddy tall, it'd be like. But like, down still, but like, I don't want my girl ever be like, he is, he actually is very tall. Yeah, you see his dick. I'm <laughs> like, what you want him to say? Right. Sure, Jan. Um. So now we see Lawrence and Derek are out getting a drink, discussing Issa and her hanging with Daniel, mm-hmm. and you know. You know, it's like, this is what we kind of saw with, like, Issa and Molly and the crew, like, trying to get intel on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. And, um, you know, Derek is telling Lawrence that, you know, Real Tif- rap. Tiffany and him had to stop discussing. Him and Tasha and Yeah, all him, Tasha, and Issa because they end up picking sides and, and fighting, much like Twitter. Because all we've been doing since the show started. Right. To Lawrence Hive, Team Issa, Team Daniel, you know, whatever. Uh, Lawrence is now asking Derek, like, was he being played the whole relationship? And then Derek, like a true friend, starts, hitting him, nigga. starts hitting him with a healthy dose of truth. He was like, it's not all on Issa. You know? And too. He said, yo, for two years you was unemployed. You was letting your woman take care of you. You know, I'm not saying she's justified in cheating, but I understand how she's attracted to a man who's going out and making his dreams and, and stuff like, come true. You know, Daniel's mohawk was crisp at all times. Teeth white. Studio clean. You know, he probably had some Lysol wipes to clean yeah. up the couch with all the secretions after they had sex on it. All the wackest rappers were around him and paying him. You know, and it's, he had some, something, some gold, gold. He, you get up and go by himself. That's my mom. Yeah. He had something. It was just some ambition or just, you know, even if it is SoundCloud. SoundCloud versus couch. I'm going to pick SoundCloud. But the one thing that I was I was rapping with, you know, my lady and we were discussing was that, I, if I remember correctly, before they had sex, before Daniel and Issa had sex, mm-hmm. Issa and, and, and Lawrence had recommitted to their relationship. Like, they didn't go into a huge in-depth conversation, but... Remember when she came in and like she spilled some food? He was like, ah, oh, and he was like, you know, oh man, you stay in the couch. Like, dang, Issa, I'm tr- like, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm here. And she was like, I'm sorry. And like after that, they went and had that couch. They went shopping for that couch. Right, and it was and, almost like good. Right. So like, or I definitely hear Derek where like he al- he left the door open for her to like wander out. But before she slept with that man. They had recommitted, and they act like they were going to both be focused on their and relationship. that's what made it so bad with the whole ring shopping and all of that. So, so it was, I mean, yeah, but the door wasn't completely shut because the nigga was still on the couch. They was just trying more. But he had, I mean, I, I think, but I don't think simply being on the couch, like, is enough. Like, he had totally, like, he had totally lost 
interest in, you know, he wasn't doing her birthday. He wasn't cooking for her. Like, I think we said a while ago, like, if you're going to be unemployed and you at the house, the house need to be clean. Dinner. Food. You know, Foot like, rub. You know, Salad just, tossing. Like, something. Make yourself useful. Right. You know, like, make me be like, you know what? They're here. But it's a little better that they're here. Right. So, and that goes for men or women. Um, so, anyway, we go back to uh, the vow renewal ceremony. And Molly's brother, Curtis, raps to her about her date, Lionel. He uh, determines that Lionel is clearly there as a pity date. Um, and Molly's like, she, you know, like, you know, like, Molly's like, no, he's smart. He's attractive. Like, he's ready to settle down. Molly says he has a good job. Curtis goes, most niggas should. <laughs> Which I, I was like. You know what? That's real. We be giving funny. We be giving niggas credit for the bare minimum, and he's like, most niggas should have a good job. Like, you don't want to be like, girl, he's like unemployed. You know, he's horrible, but he got a good job. Right. Girl. He beats me profusely, but that job. Right. Um, Molly talks about how if she wants like anything like what mom and dad wants, she might as well settle down and find like a man that has that mind frame to give it to her. And that's when her brother's like, look, don't. There's no rules. Don't settle down because. You think that's what you want. Like, there's no rule book to this love thing. Mm-hmm. And Molly says, you're only saying that because you married a stripper. He <laughs> lets us know that he loves Kim, but she trapped him. <laughs> and, I see the kids. Then. What was Kim? Why is she not in the wedding? I want to be maybe, Kim. Maybe she was preparing for her to go on stage later that night. She sounds like a nice lady. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, that was a funny little scene. But that was, I think, that made... I think that conversation impacts her actions later that night. Right. But we knew this about Molly. She has this picture, and like that's why the therapist cleared her, and she didn't want to go back. But, like, she has this picture where she wants her life to be and how everything should be, and this picture, you know, this cookie cutter, boom, boom, boom. And that's not life. That's not how things work. Yep. And I think a lot of us feel like that, but we're going to get into that. Yep. Um, Issa's at her retreat, frustrated. She calls her brother. They talk about how, you know, this white girl – Swore up and down. There was this sex scene at the end of Aladdin. Issa like swore she was she the white girl was wrong because she had fast forward to the end of Aladdin and she knew wasn't no sex scene there. And he was like, "What does this have to do?" And Issa's like, "Cause I was right then and I'm right now." And we come to find out like from her brother like, "Look, you can never admit when you're wrong." And she goes, "Never say nigga, never nigga." It hangs up on him. And it's funny. You know, is that that's the end of that. So she's chilling in the bathroom at the retreat, and neighbor base sends her a Snapchat video asking what she's up to. She's like, "Oh, you know, hey, I'm I'm just hella bored, like at this little retreat." He's like, "Oh yeah, send me a video, baby." That's how you know he's childish, right? Nigga, get on Snapchat. Who sends actual video messages on Snapchat? <laughs> like, if I send you a snap, it's like of something or like, you know. Some people communicate like that. Nigga, Facetime me if, if anything. Right, I'm not finna sit and video chat. I hate communicating back and forth. Like I hate conversations on Snapchat. You reply oh, yeah. to my snap like, "Hello, that's funny." Yeah, girl. Ha ha. You forget. Bitches be tripping, and then that's it. Not like, "Oh, so you doing tonight?" No, cool. You have my number. Like nine times out of ten, if you have my Snapchat, you have my number. Text me if you want to have a conversation, because then I'm gonna forget what I'm saying. Yeah. All of that. But they say if a man's Snapchat messaging you, he has a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> or <a> wife. <laughs> And they not, and they not open, so he got to keep it on the DL, on the DL, so can't leave no evidence. And no draw privileges. Um, she attempts to send him some whack video of like her bra. No angle. Just it know. just it wasn't gonna be like it wasn't gonna be enticing. And then like go in the stall. 
Yeah, why would have some pride about yourself, Issa? She, you know, again, the whole, the whole, she don't have the whole jeans. Mm-mm. She don't have the whole spirit. Um, then somebody walked in. Yeah, and her her coworker walks in. She's like, just checking for cancer. And she's like, gross, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> um, so back at the ceremony, Molly is called over by her great aunt, her aunt Kiki, and her cousin Mary. Which I thought was just weird. Like she referred to her as cousin Mary. Like typically your cousin, you just be like, "What up, Mary?" Maybe you don't have older cousins, like your your like your parents' first cousins. So you can't really just call them. Like if you were my dad's brother, my dad's first cousin. Yeah. Clearly you fifty something too. So I ain't gonna be like, "Oh, what's up, Rodney?" I'd be like, "Cousin Rodney." Like on the Huxtables on the show when she's like, "Cousin Cliff." Maybe instead of just Cliff. Okay. It's a sign of respect, like auntie, whatever cousin. Yeah. Okay. And she was the the cousin was older. So, anyway, um, her Aunt Kiki knows that, mm, I see you got a date, and he is dark and lovely, and if, if Aunt Kiki was 20 years younger, she would give Molly a run for her money for this man, and Aunt Kiki says, and, like, the great aunt is like, you know, wow, you know, we here celebrating 35 years, and Aunt Kiki goes, you know, I didn't think your parents would make it to five years, let alone 35, after all, you know, after all he put, put my sister through, and Molly's clearly confused by what the aunt says, because she doesn't know what she's talking about because i guess in molly's mind her parents have always had a perfect marriage so here is a like this scene i crack up to every time we watch it four times before the show yeah and it's and we'll explain why Issa's in traffic texting somebody named potential bay um we're not sure if it's waterhead or if it's like some other yeah it's also snapchat it's not tinder so yeah i, I think it's waterhead but I, we don't really know i felt like it was a new guy because cause they were the conversation was I liked your profile picture. Oh yeah, I liked your profile picture too. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I had got another picture I could show you. Okay, the picture was. And so she's so, driving. Okay, so yeah, she's driving. And the arrow just turned green. Yeah, it, they get a green light, car behind she's on her phone and so she's not paying attention, the car behind her honk. She's and, like, Where you trying to go? Right. <laughs> that is so me. Like Issa's me. I'm not sure I hate Issa. She's me. <laughs> it's so horrible. So like, without the sexually destructive behavior. Yeah, of course. I'm not that far in my Issa-ness. But I'll be like, what's the hurry? Right. We here? The light green. The light red. Okay. but um. And so she takes off, and then she looks at her phone because she get, gets a message, and it's a dick. As she's trying to drive it. Drive. She gets a Snapchat message. And it's dick. So she's like... And then she ends up <laughs> rear-ending the SUV in front of her, which is... It's a dick bad. on the phone. <laughs> it's a hot dog got the bun. <laughs> so if I look at the phone, it's going to be a dick. It's a dick in the phone. And... Let's talk about it, first off. Air black, airbags come out with... She's safe. Yeah. No one's hurt. But it's just like... Wait. She wrecked her car, though. Oh. She effed it up. Like, it's crushed. Like, you know, like, it's going to be an expensive repair. It's not cosmetic... There is there is functional damage to this car. It may even be total. For real, for real. Because the bumper was off. And the reason I cracked up is because here Issa is living out this whole life, this whole, you know, a whole is life, and she messed her car up, and that's what she get. You can't hold and turn. Wait till you get on the straightaway. Then. And, and anybody who use Snapchat, if you, look, anytime people send me a Snapchat picture or media, I, I, I am stationary. Yeah, because I may want to replay it. I want to pay attention to detail. What is old? Mm, you got to see how many seconds it is. Yeah. It might be three seconds. might be seven. Yeah, you know? what if your friends send you something, uh, you like them trying to have you peep something, but you can't do that driving. That's just not safe. Yeah, you can't snap and drive. It's, it's hard enough to like put something in your story, but to check a snap? 
anyway, so it happened so fast that I was not able to properly analyze the penis photograph. So I had to rewind it and really analyze, and then we analyzed it further once I arrived. And just the picture says a lot. Okay. Picture worth a thousand words. Let, let us know, Melanie. Let us. You know, I just don't act like. Shut up. Dick pic, Damas. <laughs> no, it's not like I just have a PhD in dick pics, but it's just. It, it troubled me. It troubled your spirit. <laughs> my spirit has been unrest <laughs> since. It just, there was trouble off, in my spirit. A grown man like this on a bed. I just want to see, like, how did you? And then most, from my research, most penal pictures. It's a quick hot dog in the hand. Boom. When he's mm. trying to do all kinds of poses, it's flaccid. It's to the side. Flaccid means soft. Yeah. If you if you old enough to listen to this podcast, you don't know what flaccid means. I just wanted to clarify. Like, I don't want anybody sitting out there like. But it's a decent size. It's hanging off of his thigh. It's mm. still got a little got a little hang time mm. off the hip. Decent girthy <laughs> to it. But it's still, you know, he shaves. He probably shaved about two, three days ago. It's a little stubble. But I'm just like, you can't just send to, send this to somebody in the middle of the day. The sun is still out. I think, I think he had that on deck. That's not like he didn't just like take That's that. The camera roll. Yeah, he didn't take that specifically for Issa. He went to but Snapchat he's memory. like this. And that, but, any grown man who leans But what like he's this, doing, he's, do, he's trying to show he has abs in there too. So like he has a good body. He should have shown. He should have zoomed out more. But you already leaning. You going this way? Your general. A, a penis is not a pretty thing. It is hard Ooh. to to capture. Speak for yourself. There are some very attractive genitals out there. What determines based on my research? What is it, what determines attractiveness of a penis? <laughs> this one ain't really cute. This one just looks like a functional one. It looks like it, just, <laughs> it gets the job done. It's not. I ain't cute or built <laughs> to fit a fashion model size. That's what this is. That, this is a phenomenal penis. <laughs> <laughs> I am a penis phenomenally. <laughs> but <laughs> not I am a penis <laughs> phenomenal penis, that's me. But um <laughs> I can't. You know, someone just like a nice God, how do I even get into this without sounding like a whore? Um Horchata. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've seen research. Like, you know, because before, one day in high school, me and my virgin friends, because that's what we were, we went, it's a Tumblr. It was a Tumblr just full of, like, penis. 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 <laughs> we scroll all night. We just judge them. What you think? Like, mm, I don't like that. Okay, what about this one? Oh, okay. That was... So I've seen photographs of them. You know, some nice sandy brown color. You're, you're not telling me, like, does, some... does, does, you know, size play into the attractiveness. Is it grooming that helps? You know, do yes. you need to be moisturized? You know, is it? Yeah, I've never encountered an ashy <laughs> member, so I wouldn't. That I would be ah! <laughs> that ashy would scare me, and I know for sure one that scares me is pink ones. That's just, like if it was pink, I'd be like, Issa definitely would have told her about it. it like ah! <laughs> she might have died. <laughs> Don't be sending no pink genitals to my phone in the middle of the day. What's wrong with you? I on am a, Monday, on a uh, Monday afternoon. I am Christian woman. So at least it wasn't pink. Because that's why you got to say, like, I like light-skinned men, but I can tell by looking at them, like, oh, you a pinky. Nope. <laughs> nope. Gross. Don't have no parts. But, yeah, this one wasn't exactly a cute one. But I'm just saying, like, some are very nice. Some are very, like, evenly toned. You know, okay. nice. They, like, 
Like the good light skin ones, kind of like churros. They just nice sandy brown, <laughs> like cinnamon. Cause this is too much. All right, next. Um, this started with my question. I was like, what, I was like, you know, penis ain't attractive, so like, it's no good way to capture it. But apparently, I'm wrong. I haven't, cause I only have the one God has given me, and that's the one that I work with. And, you know, yours being ugly is your personal business. Mm. Who deal with it, and that's okay. Jeez, there are just some attractive ones. Out there. One thing I wanted to also bring up about the show was. <laughs> Whose job was it to source the penis picture? Who had to go? Whose penis? If this, if this is your penis, <laughs> claim your penis. Whose penis? This is your penis. Are you showing it on? I had to take. I did. I had to take a picture of it on the screen, so I had to like really. You about to get? You gonna get the video flat? Yeah. You have to zoom in a lot to see this. Um, and I like how realistic, like her nail polish is chipping a little bit. Oh, it's uh, real. But anyway, yeah, like who on set was like, hey. We're doing the scene where she's going to crash a car because of a penis picture. Can you find a penis picture for us to use? Oh, like a penis model. Who, like, what if it's a dude who, like, sources penis pictures for, like, production? Like, a pe- like you know they have hand so, models? So, you know how there are women that sell nudes? <laughs> yeah. What if there's the, the, this is <laughs> this know, is the start of this man's nude selling career? It's honestly probably like a gay man because gay men, like, sell stuff like that. That's, they're, they're more profitable. Or unless it's one of them, like, unless they stole it on Twitter with one of them, like, spam porn account. Yeah. Like, one, I had a block one yesterday. Mm, they was, it was yeah. like, Big D just <laughs> followed you. Big cock 6969. You know what, what upsets me more than anything when someone I follow is just retweeting a whole bunch of porn on my... Stop! <laughs> this is a Christian <laughs> timeline. We are here to discuss the word. That's why I the likes and all that on my timeline. Because then, you, like, people be lurking, trying not to retweet it, and they like something so they can go back and watch it and be nasty later. And that's what you're talking about. <laughs> Nope, won't be playing those games. Yeah, yeah, I've had to turn off so many people's retweets and all this. But, um, okay, I think we've dissected this scene. We talked about penis enough because I'm going to start getting penis mail and stuff. <laughs> now you got to watch your Snapchat. <laughs> who is it? See, every time, and I can't even put, like, promote my Snapchat because I want to get, like, I still, I, met, I reached a plateau in my views. Like, I only get, like, 200 maybe on my Snap. Yeah. So, like, oh, everybody follow me on Snapchat. Every time I do it on Twitter, somebody I don't know adds me. Yep. And sends me like a white penis, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> help, ghostic. <laughs> That's why I can't. Yeah, like I want more snap follows, but it's always a creep because, like, oh, you know, I, I have people I know. Then I'm like, oh, I don't know this person, but what the hell? Yeah. I'll add them. And then they white penis. <laughs> I was gonna. So you should change your fo- your your settings where you can only receive people like where you're mutual friends. No, I know. That's and I think it's private. So like, I accept people. There isn't okay. So if you accept them, then then really they could friends. okay. I I thought like maybe if you followed them too, that would be like it would have you would both. Yeah. Have so to anybody follow. who follows me, I follow that because I have to accept you as uh, my person thing. Okay. So yeah. Anyway. All right. So we're back at the ceremony, and Molly is in the kitchen talking to Curtis about their parents cheating. Curtis confirmed that it happened, and Molly goes that her dad off. cheated on her mom. Yes, and he was like, you know, it happened. They work through it. They're good. And Molly was like, what? F this, F all this fake stuff. F this ceremony. F this. And, and then. parents come in because, of course, you hear profanity in the kitchen. So yeah. And they go, what's the profanity about? Yeah. And she said, they said it was a long time ago. Molly asked her mom why she stayed. And she stormed to the house door. It's a car. And then, you know, of course, the scene at the whole wedding. Yeah. So, real quick, we discussed earlier about. How long ago when when the cheating take took place? So we assume Molly like Issa's twenty nine because she went to law school. She says she's been at the firm for four years. 
Law school is three years. So she, you know, so she graduated. Let's say she graduated at 22. Three years later, she's 25. She's been at the firm for four years. She's 29. We assumed her brother Curtis was older. He sounded older. Mm-hmm. And just for the simple fact that he knew about this. Curtis and Molly, those are the slave names, ain't it? <laughs> and them kids' slave names. Um, <laughs> their parents have been married for 35 years. Mm-hmm. The Aunt Kiki said she didn't think they would make it to five years. So we're assuming that. This happened before Molly was born. Before Molly was born, probably within the first three years. And she was like a reconciliation baby, and so was her little brother. Ooh, I didn't even think about the whole reconciliation baby. We making it work, baby. Yeah, like we I'm still together. <laughs> and and so you know that was our assumption. And but Molly, I thought it was childish for Molly to take off out of the house and it cause was that too scene. Much. I know. Okay, her hurt. I understand because you know it, even if my dad was alive, but if I found out tomorrow that my dad cheated on my mom, I would be a wreck. Okay. But if it was, if I'm at, I know how to act. First, I know how to wear the mask. If I'm at my parents' whole, we just spent all this money on this ceremony for them to renew their vows, I'm not going to make a scene like that, but I'm definitely going to, you know, probably retract and go in the car or go in the room, whatever. But I'm not going to make, F all y'all, my daddy ain't shit. Right. Like, don't yeah. know everybody's not because you. Men are trash, including my daddy. Everybody already knew he cheated on her in 82. We yeah. knew that. <laughs> so don't even come in here and make a scene like that. We knew, duh. That's why we're here. And so that's why we celebrating because we, we didn't know. So what I wanted to ask you: What if you found out? And I'm I, I'm this hypothetical. I'm I'm not trying to slander your family in any way. I have the most love and respect for them. Um, <laughs> okay. If your father did cheat, but it was like when they were dating. Um, I mean, he didn't break no vows. I mean, really, have, like he was just mean, like, youngin. Okay, this is the thing that we were like, you know, of course, Miami is always scandals and funerals and all types of foolishness. We was like, so when my dad passed, we were like, y'all, what if like some outside kids like pull up to the funeral, <laughs> it's like three boys, right? Like <laughs> this, our daddy too. Like we was like, we preparing for that because it's like Miami funerals, like that's happened before. So we, you know, but it didn't happen. It was like, whoo, all right, he was a good man, cool. Unless they just didn't show. It was like, hey, we just wanted to, we gonna wait they, 10 they years went to the wrong. Uh... <laughs> funeral home. Right, so... Went to the wrong know, church. Like, uh, dog, my... I, and that happened, I was like, okay, my dad was really good, man. We good. Cool. Because, like... And then, I just don't know. I don't know how I would take that. I didn't take my, um... My uncle and my aunt divorced. I didn't take that well when I was 11. <laughs> so, like, my parents, that would... I would have been a mess. Yeah. I... I'm gonna be honest. If any... Whatever happened before I was born, it don't concern. Because you didn't... That wasn't about me. Right. If I'm here... <laughs> I'm I'm alive and breathing. Yeah, I don't care I if I'm 94. 94 when I was uh, breathing? Yeah, I don't care if I'm I'm 62. <laughs> and that's when you cheat. I'm alive. Now you messing up my thing. Now you you not interfering with just y'all. I'm involved, grandkids, great-grandkids. There are some like I th- I think just as a male, I don't think I, as a child, I don't know if you could if your parent steps out on a marriage male, mother or father. I don't know if you could ever look at that parent again. Yeah, especially as a child, because that's like your whole life you looked at them. I think it would take it would take a lot to forgive them. Yeah, not saying they're not worth it. I think it would just take a lot. But what would you do mm. if your parents thirty fifth and a nigga that looked just like you show twenty three? They twenty three years old and show up. Well, I'm twenty five. I know. I'm saying like in between you and your brother. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? 
murder was the case they gave me. Because that <laughs> Who would you fight, though? Would you fight your daddy or him? Like, Both. Or your brother? The woman. Everybody. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how it... Like, I'm saying, I'm not mad at Molly. Everybody does stuff differently. I feel like that was unnecessary. Yeah. I, I, don't ruin everybody's night. Because not everybody know. Yeah. But I definitely would have. I would have had a little storm on. But it would have been a quiet but, storm on. But would it... You know, would, would, like, what, what's wrong with Molly? Molly, Molly old dumb self found out I cheated 30 years ago. Now she want to get an attitude. <laughs> she mad because right. I was unfaithful. Fool wasn't even born. <laughs> Before she was even thought of. Yeah, I don't. But you know. The scene was too much. The hurt, I understood. I wouldn't be hurt enough to sleep with somebody. We're going to get there. But what I also want to bring up is, you know, we as people, we as kids, we hold our parents in high regards and, and we assume things of their relationship. Yep. If they're if they're together still you know, we assume like, oh, it's, it's been good, and um, especially if like you know your parents really shielded you from them arguing and different things, you know. But somehow, because of black, I, I'm saying this because of a tweet that went viral this week. We know our granddaddies like weren't the most moral, morally high men. My granddaddies are trash. You know it's this. Hell. This is based off the fences. Well, the, you know, like the fences archetype, and this idea. You know, but that like, fences was real. That's yeah, what made it so bad. And, and this idea that our grandmothers, you know, they dealt with abuse, they dealt with adultery. Like some men, Sad kids. Some men had families, families on the other side of town, across the street. You know, whatever. And, and, and a, a tweet went viral. It was like, you know, tell we, me your craziest family story. That yeah, one. it was like we think these men trifling. Our granddaddies was trifling. Like, yeah, I got a family in you know thirty miles away, and my. <laughs> I, my mama took my daddy from her sister like this crazy stuff and it's like and, and we think we are not the first generation of trash but it, yeah and that's the thing like i guess we kind of assume like oh no our parents weren't like that even though they are the seed of that mm-hmm. you know so like it, it's possible that i'm not saying our parents are trash. It's like generational curses like promiscuity you know uh Lust, uh, lust, uh, perversion, adultery, stuff. divorce, you know. Yeah, some of those are generational curses that have to be broken. Like, both my parents broke the, you know, children out of wedlock. Curse. Okay, yeah. Because they were both born out of wedlock and then we were born in it. So yep. that was good. Um, but yeah, that's real. Like, just grandparent stories be filthy and you just didn't know about it or you did and didn't care because everybody would have side family. The thing that always got me is like, my grandmother started telling me some things of, you know, just. Because my grandparents, they got divorced when I was, like, eight or something, which I thought was wild. Cause, like, y'all been married forever. Yeah, like, I was like, and then as she long as. She finally had had enough. Right. And I was like, now's divorce? Okay, whatever. I don't I don't understand. So this. imagine what it took for her to finally, after all them years, get divorced. But, like, my grandmother later on, like, we would talk, and she'd be like, yep, and, and this day, this is what your granddaddy did. And I was like, what? Why are you telling me this? Like, most people should have. No, she's telling me, so whatever. And, um, you know, it was, yeah. yeah. We we hold our parents. We're like, oh, I want to be married just like my parents. But as you get older, you start having real nigga conversations with your parents. That's the realest thing. And, you know, I learned a lot about how marriage works. Because my parents were never really, like, lovey-dovey. So I never, you know, cool. But my dad never, you know, yelled, uh, screamed, uh, beat or nothing. You know, so he barely hit me. Like, he would pinch, and that's how I eat them. I was like, don't hurt. Nigga, what's up? <laughs> I was uh, like, you want what? this arm or this arm? I was like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> you fall out. Oh, my God, there's so much pain. But, you know, so, but just learning more, just, you know, but that's not just because, and I was having a conversation about daddy issues with somebody on Twitter, like, a couple months ago, just saying, like, people have daddy issues when they daddy in the house and present, like, just because he ain't 
not there don't mean he not shit. You yeah. know? So, like, some people's father was there every day and they have no relationship, don't even speak to him. So, it's like, it's a lot of ways that our parents' marriages could affect us. So, yeah. yeah. Or our parents in general. I, I, I think, one like, one of the most liberating things for me as a child who was, like, I felt like I had to be perfect to make my parents proud mm-hmm. was when my dad and I got, like, as I got older and I was making some, like, big mistakes, and my pops was kind of telling me about his, and it was like, oh, like, I can get better. Okay, you were trash, too. Bet. <laughs> like, <laughs> not that you were trash. You made mistakes, and you didn't let those mistakes stop you. Yeah, we all, like, you all make mistakes. I mean, with me, I wasn't too proud to be perfect, because, I mean, I used to bring home Steve, like, what's up? Yeah. So, but I was like, cool. Yeah. I mean, I turned out all right, so it's all right. The um, jury's still out on that. Uh, back with Issa. Um, I'm great. <laughs> Issa calls Daniel to let her know that she got into an accident and that she oh, won't be making it for her dick appointment tonight. He was like, you, you good? Like, he just cared. It was just like that. Daniel instinct. insisted. He insisted on coming and picking her up. She's like, oh, I can go with the tow truck. He was like, no, nah, I'm going to come and get you. Where you at? And she's like, oh, I'm a 60th or whatever. He came, pulled up. Screw, Like, a man hugged her. He's like, you know, I got you, and that's when Issa said, oh, I have to ruin this. Let me open my mouth. We done skipped ahead, but whatever. Okay, we'll it's finish fine. this up. We'll finish it. Okay. So Do you want to? We can finish it. Okay. She's like, oh, you know, we, we're cool, right? Basically, you know, reestablishing that friend zone, we just hunching type deal. But, you know, Daniel in love at this point. Like, I the think hug. That Daniel truly loved and cared for, like, he jumped up like, oh, I got to go get this girl. Because, like, other niggas, you just hunching. Dang, I got an accident. Oh, for real? That's wild, bro. <laughs> what you finna do? Nigga, get me. Like, he was driving on two wheels to get her. Like, L.A. traffic and all. Which is super sweet, you know. Oh, Daniel. I love but him. But once she crushed his little heart, he wouldn't even open the door for her. He was like, you got it? Yeah, you got it. Oh, uh, dang, he did. But let's just be oh, honest. Oh, you the homie, right? Get the door. Yeah, but let's just be honest. Like, Daniel, like, in, like, honeymoon phase daniel like ooh, lovey-dovey like where you at like i'm coming to get you da 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 it's very different from daniel with Issa for let's say two years Issa calls you tell you tells you she got in a car crash you on the phone like don't girl because now you know you're obligated to pick her up <laughs> you're obligated to help her get around until her car gets fixed so she's either going to take your car you know you either gonna have to drop her off at places you know that she by her crashing her car it just caused you a lot of inconvenience that as her man you're obligated to help endure mm-hmm. and that and that's why like y'all want to say oh he's so sweet he's such a man you know i got you it's because he's not obligated and like you know but if he would if they were really he dating for two years if he was really if they were really dating for two years he would be like i'm on my way <laughs> Tuesday. okay so that was sweet, but she just had to ruin it by one talking and two like reestablishing a friend's zone. Okay, then we go back to Lawrence. Man, he's on a spades table with some folding <laughs> chairs. Like, <laughs> all you guys a spades table in your living room? Like you ain't got no other table. He's his apartment is uh, unfurnished because he uh, allowed Just Issa to keep all the, the furniture. furniture. He at least got the table. Like right, he went and got him a little table. He ain't that broke. So he, yeah, it's dark in the rest he of the had house. IMAX set up. On a spades table. You got iMac money. He probably, that's his iMac, you know. He, if he was going to launch an app, he had a he had that, like, on some but, development but stuff. But still, you could have went to Rent-A-Center and got you a decent desk. Anyway, because he's probably eating on that table, too. Of course. Anyway, um, he's lurking, but here's the difference, because I said women, women lurk different. They're going to, 
they're gonna lurk and they're gonna leave that door open. Lawrence lurked and he blocked Issa on Facebook. <laughs> and first off, blocking somebody on Facebook is one a process. It's not as hard as it was before, but it, you it's still it takes there, a there's some steps. It's multiple steps. Because you gotta do a drop down. If you wanna go You gotta to go follow, to their profile. You gotta go to their search them profile, drop down, you gotta pick unfriend, unfollow, mute, notifications off. Then you Block. gotta pick one. Instagram, click on their name, unfollow, boom, you done. So it's a process to unfollow. Let me see, unfriending someone. Un- well, no, he blocked block, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. To block someone on Facebook. I don't even think anyone has me blocked on Facebook. Can you imagine, like, going to... That's so You funny. don't even know. But he closed that door. Because Facebook used to really be private. Like, you really used to couldn't see nobody's stuff. Mm-hmm. But Facebook now is so weird. So sheery. That you don't even know when someone's is, like, you're not friends. It's like, I feel yeah. like I see everything I would see normally. Yeah, so you might as well just be friends right so he blocked her on facebook he you know let, he tried to cut off the poison let me tell you why he blocked her he blocked her in part because he felt like it would help him mm-hmm. and then two block these bitches 2017 you gotta block bitches too and then two he blocked her so that in the event that she wants to come back and check on his life he wants her to know that you are you are out of Brick it wall. no mm-mm None no, for you. you can't see how happy I am. You just I'm your not. mom just has to tell you. Oh, Lawrence looks like he's really having fun skydiving. Lawrence is skydiving. Let me go look. Mm, blocked. No, it's not even gonna so block. He's not gonna show up on the list. Yeah. Talk, Lawrence, what's his last name? W- Walker. Walker. Lawrence Walker. It's like all white people. Yep. A jail pose. Like where is my? You go. Let me go to um chat page. Tagged Lawrence Walker. You are not allowed to see this. Mm. I don't even know what it says when you block on Facebook by somebody. <laughs> so I'm just trying to imagine. So good for Lawrence. That was a real nigga move of him to block because, you know, I support blocking. Like, I block people like twice a day. Just good. It just feels good. But, you know, I just want to talk about because Lawrence have a lot of people saying we down, we're out, you know. This, First time F y'all. A lot of people are leaving. And like this, my Jersey episode one. This, this simp, you know, this simp, he out here. You know, I, I love it. Lawrence is going through some real emotions. He's sure. really living the life. Whatever. Of a man that has been wronged, and he's just working through it. And if y'all men are so have such toxic masculinity that you can't see a brother endure pain, so be it. Jump ship. But he gonna be all right, whatever. Cause he's smarter, he taller, he 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 got he gonna like he's gonna win. He's gonna win. You know. So don't hate on the Lawrence Hive man. We we gonna come back better than ever. Um. You know, Lawrence, go ahead, do what you got to do, man. If you got to lurk, if you got to block, if you got to take MMA classes just in case you run into Daniel on the street to beat him up, do what you got to do. Is Lawrence an alpha to you? Of course, it would have been said if he was an alpha already, but nothing. No, no, no. I know he's not an alpha. I know that, but I'm saying, like, does he give you alpha? That was a debate on the timeline. Does he give me alpha? Mm-hmm. Um, Personality-wise. My only reason he wouldn't be an alpha because he would have had a job because alphas always have jobs. But other than that, I mean, like, I, I I definitely I guess like feelings wise, you know, just attitude, personality wise, he definitely gives me alpha though. I mean, I could see him like coming through the chapter and be like, oh, like yeah, little brother brother Walker, cool. And that's probably why he was so down and out because he came from being like president and dean and shit, and then now you just you on the couch. Yeah. Sad. Anyway. But we resurrect. We bounce back. Sure. Okay, um, so, so we, can, we can close it out with Molly. Yeah. So Molly's car, um, so Joe runs behind her, you know, drives her home. Oh. And talking about her parents. Yeah, when she stormed out. Yeah, Can yeah. we talk about how, why Lionel stayed? Here's my thing. He probably didn't think it was going to be a whole, I'm finna dip 
and this nigga about to take me all the way home. Maybe it was like, oh, I drive around go, the block. She gonna go cry in the car type deal. I'm gonna talk. He gonna talk to her. We come back. Cause in his eyes, he when he first saw him, he was like, who's this light skinned nigga? He want my girl. Was like, oh yeah, we grew up together. Blah blah blah. Oh lie. You know, come on, stop. He's like, oh, this is a childhood friend, so maybe it's not even like that. And then he's a simp too, so he probably didn't catch like. Yeah. Sign. So he's like, you know, because then he don't really know Molly like that to even be in her business to try to, you know, mediate yeah. her problems like that. So he's like, go ahead, Joe, you got it. Of course, but at the same time, I don't know. I felt I, as a guest, like I don't know nobody here. Aunt Kiki been squeezing, like been trying to <laughs> inappropriately like rub on my butt for like the last hour. If you think about it, he was standing for himself anyway when she was in the kitchen cussing. Yeah. So he been. He, he probably made a friend. He he somebody he might have got engaged to somebody else's niece out there. And is that food? Cause if it's food, I'm fine. I mean, I, I feel like these these older women like, look, Molly don't do right by you. I got a niece. <laughs> it's like I'm coming to America. If you're really a prince, I'll marry you. Yeah. Um, so. So okay, so Dro Dro chases her. So then we see Molly and Dro in her car as he's driving her home, and she's just talking about her parents and how you know this really messes up her idea of love and how. You know, she's this whole time been looking for a man like her father when her father is just as messed up as everybody else. That's a tough spill. That's a tough spill. Tough pill to swallow, though. I, I get it. I do. So, po to them. But I think, I don't know. It. I think it, it. they brought, like, this whole, like, situation with the parents. It made me reflect because, I, you know, I'm, I, I know I'm blessed and fortunate that my parents have been together 27 years. Mm-hmm. Um. And um, oftentimes, like they've made it look easy to me, right? And that's what we—that's what they, we're supposed to see, right? And for me, I guess, and like that makes you lose touch with reality, and you think like yeah, it's easy. The timeline was really shook, and you can tell whose parents was together and who wasn't. And I know that sounds really bad. <laughs> that sounds really effed up, but you could because who was shook? <laughs> like, yeah, like the way people reacted. Like some people was like. That whole overreacting, like, who who does that? And then some people are like, wow, like, you really just see him reflecting. Because I'm thinking, like, I said I want to marry a man like my dad. You know, it's like, oh, I want to be just like my dad. But if you find out your daddy was out here knocking hoes down in, in, in holy matrimony, you're going to be like, you know, that's, yeah. that's hard. So I get her hurt level. Like, I definitely understand. I would be just as shook. I would, as, as if I was in drove shoes, I really wouldn't know what to say. Because part of me was like, you overreacted. And other you know, parts, like you just gotta put yourself in them shoes, right? Because because his parents together too. If you heard, you know, his daddy was <laughs> all over East LA, <laughs> he would have been hurt. But <laughs> but you know, but like I I do know, like even you know, with my parents, I do know that marriage is sometimes about enduring. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's about it, marriage is a lot about forgiveness. We know that. I guess we, I don't know if Molly assumed, like, you just got to forgive when they leave the seat up. But again, we're talking about Molly here, who has a completely different view of reality. Yeah, of shoulds. She lives in a world of shoulds. Right. She not, she ain't got it. But now this has warped her whole idea of love and marriage. You know, like, she knows it's not perfect. It's gritty. You know, people make mistakes. People take people back. People endure. And even if I was in Molly's mama's shoes, depending on the situation, I'm not going to leave a whole marriage and child because you hunt somebody else one time. It would take a lot. If you have a baby on me, I think I talked about this, my, my deal breaker. Baby, white woman, Delta. Wow. That's it. If you wow. do any of those things, I'm leaving. But if you just, you know, oh, you know, 
my twenty year relationship. But no, no, I'm kidding. Kid, you still. I mean, I don't, I don't know that situation is all hypotheticals anyway. But like, you just hunt somebody. Stripper. If we, we, we had to, you know, really talk it out. You ain't gonna, you know, Kirk and Rashida me. You ain't gonna have no baby on me. You ain't gonna, you ain't Do gonna it burn it. You ain't gonna burn a dean me because I will burn everything. But it's like there are certain situations in marriage that you're going to have to learn how to compromise. And, you know, cheating isn't always the worst thing that you can do in a marriage. There's other things that you can do in a marriage that are bad and divorce, divorce worthy that you need to work out. Yeah. So I'm not just going to leave, you know, Oh, you did this. I'm leaving. I'm taking my child. Cause like when the child doesn't deserve that, I'm probably going to resent you forever, but we got, we're going to try to find a way to work it out. Though. I'm trying you know, to like, you know, true crime, you know, uh, ID television has made a whole network off of people who, feel messed up in their marriage, but they refuse to leave, so they attempt to kill their spouse. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> That's a whole network. And so at this point, she knew she was gonna Snapped. poison him Ooh. with arsenic. <laughs> right. For three she years. She put nail dust in his spaghetti. Right. <laughs> and killed that nigga. She just put a rusty blade in his cereal, and he ate it. <laughs> and it gets like that. That's the only thing. That's like when you're trying to work it out for the kids, but you're miserable, and you want to kill everybody. Um, okay. To the good part. He so, jumps her off, and she's like, oh, well, how are you going to get home? Uh, uh, home? I'm about to be <laughs> <He's> in, like, <laughs> in, in Bill's guts. guts. <laughs> so he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'll find a lift or something. Right. Oh, like, he didn't have his phone out. The app ain't out. Because it's going to take five minutes to get this. Like, yeah, it's he, late night. Because so. if he really was trying to catch a lift, he would have been caught. Yeah. And then, you know, they part ways. She goes in their door. Then before uh, the door can even close, <laughs> three degrees. Then she's like, she's like, grabs him. And next thing, and we, we don't even see like we don't even see like a kiss there. We just see booty cheeks, booty cheeks. But it was like passion. It's not no Lawrence, no. Yeah, it was like a. It was a. You're, it's a low key like we're making a baby. It was like Let's, nails it was, in the back grabbing sheets. Yeah, oof. She didn't even take her rings off. Mm-mm. She he he he. At one point, he grabbed her face and he just gave her this kiss like, "Ooh, you're mine." In the mouth, you have to leave that lady. <laughs> <laughs> you have to leave her. <laughs> That's somebody else's husband. Husband, whole husband. Husband. They had a whole wedding. I don't know. That was some. Whew. So I had a debate. Okay. On Twitter. Let them know. And I asked, "Is Dro actually fine, or is he just tall and light skinned Because I know with me, you know, I'm biased and tall and light skinned That's my shit. So I'm like, if you're tall and light skinned I'm gonna make some exceptions. I'm like, thank you, fine, even if he not. So I'm like, I had to really step out of my Melanie shoes. And be like, okay, is this nigga fine? So I got mixed answers. I made a poll. Okay. And what you the know, results were? Um, first was 50-50. I woke up and, you know, it was fine was winning. And then I saw people liking a tweet in response. I'm like, who is this? Why the nigga replied? <laughs> the actor Drove, that played. The actor girl. replied. He was like, ouch. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. He probably face turned on red. He was probably so shamed. Let me see if I can find him. But let's be honest. If he, he quoted him. He was like, oh, now y'all got questions. But and then people made some valid points about his appearance. I'm like, all I saw was height and curls and haircut, and I was like, let's be it. honest though, he the actor he if no actor should be as offended as the neighbor Bay who y'all dragged his head. He look people was like, oh for for Joe they was like, oh his teeth, oh you know blah blah blah. But all of that, he's still a handsome guy. He could fix that. He could get a bag and fix his teeth. Blockhead? <laughs> you can't. But look away well, that ain't it. Ain't no surgery for your head. Even if the head was regular, I still probably wouldn't go up for that. Like, I just, <laughs> just ain't me. So, I mean, but yeah, and you know how I am. You know, I, I wore this shirt for many reasons. I wore my Marvel superhero shirt. 
that you should wear to the movies when the movies come out. Um, so I said one, because these niggas need saving. <laughs> Two, which was new because I forgot about that point, the DC versus Marvel okay. thing in the date. And three, if I was a superhero, my kryptonite, my weakness, would be tall, light-skinned niggas. Your, your, your um, arch nemesis, she, all her henchmen would be just tall, light-skinned dudes. And I'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like, what's well, they no longer work. Let me take you to dinner, Mel. Uh, uh. <laughs> they would have all different accents and stuff. Right. Uh. The Louisiana accent. Oh, yeah, like me, like a New Orleans nigga. I'd be like, ah, I'm weak. Your sidekick's Gene Willicker, Mel. <laughs> Put me some glasses on, please. I can't see. Help. <laughs> Somebody save Mel. I'm melting. She's in her way from these light skinned niggas, please. <laughs> that would be my weakness. I'd be tied up. I'd wake up. Like um, in the Incredibles, right. <laughs> we're all the light skinned men. Girl. Oh God! But yeah, um, so hey, I think it's fine. All in all, but and granted, Molly was hurt, put to sleep with somebody else's husband, and yeah, they have an open marriage allegedly. Because I feel like next episode they're gonna be like, Ken's gonna be open marriage. Who? Right. We not willing, Jada. Now I think open marriages are weird. Oh, I would never do nothing like that. Girl, I just slept with your husband. What you talking about? <laughs> Like, I still got your husband on my breath. Like, I'm trying to figure out when this marriage game closed. Um, so that's going to be the bomb. Like, I know that marriage, because we did not get no confirmation. And first, we have not seen Candace. She is locked up in some kind of basement. Unless she's and going and getting hers. Look. She's catching. I doubt it. She's catching international strokes. She's in Cabo. she's um, watching DJ Darwin Jr. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was intense, though. Like, that's not some regular... She ain't hunched Jadena like that. She ain't hunched Jared, Jared like that. That was that's probably the most passionate sex we've seen on a show. Some nice, and I bet he got one of them churros too. But <laughs> I'm gonna cut that clip out and send it. To no, he got a churro anyway. <laughs> no, but it was very passionate. It was just nice, yeah. like yellow butt cheeks, you know, <laughs> on the screen. It was. Quality television, thank you, Issa. Look like he gave her multiple orgasms. Okay, sure. The 30 second clip we got, it just faded out and they were still hunching. So they're probably still hunching as we speak. So it never really, it was like an open ended hunch. Uh, It was a lot. It was a lot. It was just the position. It wasn't just no regular. I mean, sleep with a. Her, her, her view and understanding and, and everything she knew about love and marriage is so distorted. That she threw caution to the wind and said, I'm going to sleep with Dro. I'm a huncher. Yeah. I'm a huncher. My ears hurt for me to hoot a little bit and break them. But, but, yeah. And I was just like, Molly, you know better. You know better. So you know better than that huzzy from the 80s that your your daddy slept with. It's a shame. Here's what I want to draw a parallel. Uh-oh. Drum roll. Because I, I saw a lot of women on the timeline. Dang, Molly, he a married man. But get your sis. So, like, they were, they, although they knew morally it was wrong, they approved. They allowed it to happen because. We can't stop it. It's TV. Right, right, right. But Molly and Dro are no different than Ghost and Angela. Mm. High school or, you know, childhood lovers. Mm. That separated, went their separate ways, reconnected later in life, and there was something still there. 
Okay. So the way that women, I mean, and when I say women, I mean my black, the black women on my timeline, how you shame, you 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 just bash ghost and you spew so much hate at Angela. You have to do that same thing for both Dro and Molly in this situation. No, we don't. Just because that's your girlfriend, that don't make sleeping with married men right. Just because they grew up together, that don't make sleeping with married men right. If we're going to shame Ghost and Angela, we, we got to tear down Molly and Dro equally. First off, fuck Angela Valdez. Period. Second, head of criminal Angela Valdez. Okay, <laughs> well, she wasn't the head of criminal when they hunched. So, going back to season one, this man had a wife, three kids, although, well, two. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we laughed. <laughs> <laughs> you terrible. Anyway, wife, three kids, apartment built. Like, it was way more to their marriage, way more on the line. He was r- literally willing to leave her and the kids for her. And Angela ain't black. And that goes back to my, my burner. Drew ain't black. That goes back to my Bernadine point. Don't leave me for no white woman. Spanish woman, Asian woman. And if she ain't black, it's going to make it even worse. Light skin count? I mean, I'm going to be offended, but at least she ain't white. <laughs> she light-skinned so, with good hair. My hair good, the fuck? Uh, you're right. There, We have to change those European, those Eurocentric standards of beauty in our community. I don't care what kind of hair she had. Anyway, like I was saying, that's Angela. That's not How, not how hurt would you be if your man left you for a woman with a big old fake booty? Like, it's so fake to the point. He don't love himself. If It's so fake to the point that you just know. It, there's no way it's. I win. Like, first off, them booties, like, everybody booties who got their booty done in the past couple of years, they're going to start leaking in, like, 10, 15 years. So it's going to be, you're going to be walking, it's going to be silicone puddles. <laughs> I, I don't step in that silicone. I'm about to clean that up. <laughs> Hold on. I'm getting the People going to go around collecting the silicone to repurpose for new booties. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's going to be having new basement booties. They ain't going to be doing fix a flat no more. It's going to be, like, recycled silicone. But, yeah, we getting a little over time. But, yeah, I just... It's not the same. I get your point, but it's not the same thing. It's just so many factors. We had the kids. We had the businesses. We had the drug game. Like, it's just them two niggas. It's just Candace and Drew, first off. And their marriage is open. It's still allegedly. We still don't know whether or not Allegedly. We don't know whether or not it's true. Allegedly. But it's different factors to it. It's not exactly the same. But I see the point you were trying to make. Um, I mean, so what do you think about, I guess. Uh, uh, Predictions? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, like, Dro and Molly sleeping together, like. Well. I, I If you're going to sleep with somebody's husband, that's how you sleep with somebody's husband. If t- <laughs> I'm just saying. That Don't is go, how yeah, you sleep yeah, with somebody. If you're going to sleep with somebody's husband, make make it look sexy. If I'm going to hunt your husband, I'm going to make it look sexy. Exactly. And that, I said, oh. I thought it was going to be a regular insecurity. If you step out your way, if you step out of your uh, marriage, you got to, you got to. Should you like put it down? I would hope. If you gonna risk it all and not give it your best, like that's me. Get a hook, okay? Not even get a hook, but like if I'm gonna be wrong, if you gonna do wrong, do wrong right. Mm. I don't know who Daddy said that, but it's, <laughs> but like if you gonna that, do wrong, it was somebody Daddy who had a whole other family on another side. <laughs> do wrong right. If I'm gonna go smoke weed and I ain't supposed to, you think I'm gonna smoke some mid? <laughs> no. <laughs> Get some 
Well, why not just shoot up the heroin? Why not? Why not? Crack. Yeah. Shoot for the stars. Right. I'm not going to be a half junkie. I'm going to be a full junkie. Right. Like, if I'm going to rob a bank. Hey, my mom had this. Am I going to rob a little? Don't rob the security guy. If you're going to go into a bank with a gun, rob the bank. Don't rob the security guy. Like, for real. You, you. If I'm going to steal a car, am I steal a Pinto or Bentley? You got to do, you know, do wrong right, man. If you going to cheat on your wife? No, I'm not. I'm not giving. We gotta, we gotta, we no, gotta. We gonna sit with somebody's husband. I'm gonna do that. Do it right. I was gonna say we're gonna have to have a prayer call <laughs> against all this, um, this open marriages, all this. Uh, but honestly, we give people passes because when it's TV, it's not yeah. real. Life. If it was real, if it was a reality show, it'd all be like, oh, Molly, a hoe. Uh-uh. But she's literally a virgin. So Molly, what y'all talking about? Molly about to write in the six brown chicks, just like Tasha was. She finna say, you know, we, no, grew, Molly- up, we grew up together. You know, Molly he told me up. they had an open marriage. <laughs> I found out it's not. I'm pregnant. Help. <laughs> Molly's going to do a, a listening letter on the read. She's going to be more articulate. It's going to be a, hey, can you call me Mindy? Okay. Chris is going to be, we have a story. Okay. It's about mm, sleeping with a husband. Oh, no. I can just, I can just <laughs> listen to it in my head. Um, but, yeah, it's going to. So, predictions. Candace is going to not be with it. Well, either it's not open. Or she's going to be mad that it was Molly. Um, with Daniel and Issa, that's going to hit the fan. Eventually, I feel like Lawrence and Issa are going to get back together because trash and trash. Okay, my predictions. My predictions. And we need, where's Tasha? Yeah, we need Tasha. We need back. Tasha back. I don't care if, if her storyline's over. I need some closure. If y'all going to shoot her, if she's going to get ran up with our car or something, <laughs> just give me some closure so I know where Tasha is. I think what's going to happen, I think Lawrence is going to show his his... I think Lawrence is going to show up with Tasha on the 15th. Doubt it. Or, no, his co-worker. Maybe the white bitch. He's going to show up with his co-worker. Because um, I don't know if oh, that's a second chance. To, I, I think know. I think we may see Molly consider leaving for Chicago to escape the mess that she's created with Candace and I Drew. I think I think they keep introducing Chicago, like the perks, like the better, you know, more diverse lawyers. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to have, after the... After we find out that Candace is not with it and that it's not indeed an open marriage. Ready for my ass whooping. She, <laughs> like, Craig, line, like Craig and, uh, for next Friday. Yep. Um, and I think, I think Issa, I think Issa's going to break some. I think she's going to hit a, a wall in her rotation. Kevin Hart had a joke, you know, it's like being single, like when he talked about getting divorced from his wife, being single is all fun and games when like you out partying with your boys, y'all hitting random joints, and then one of your boys is talking about, can't go out tonight, it's Cupcake Tuesday. <laughs> That's when being single is like, this but is like, for the burn. Molly gets a man, and Issa still don't have one, because it's like that one friend that she know going to be single no matter what, so even if you are single, it's like, Keisha's single too. But if Keisha get a man and you don't have a man, it's like, I need to get a man because Keisha got a man. So I feel like that's going to be like a shakeable, shookable moment for yeah. Issa. So uh, yeah, that's our predictions. Yeah, man. Sorry. They just keep giving us so much good material. Like, <laughs> right. We could talk all day. All day. All right. But love you guys. Be Bye. easy. And um, we'll see you on the bounce next week.